Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone. <laughs> Are you okay? I've been thrown out of the Republican Party. <laughs> what? What's wrong? I've been thrown out of the Republican Party. There's an email here that says you, I'm not a Republican. You've been a Republican since you were 18. What happened? My, my father and mother were Republicans. My grandfather and grandmother were Republicans, but they've just thrown me out of the party. <laughs> but you're a natural-born listener. and uh, a Well, pro- we don't want that in the Republican Party anymore. We don't oh, want dissent. No, 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 no. Of course, well, we'll get to the letter, but, you know, I'm I'm just heartbroken here. Calm down already. (laughs) But listen, that's just one person kicking you out of the party. I'm sure other people say it's okay if you think on your own and you're a natural-born listener and a free thinker. Apparently not anymore, no. Okay. Well, how about Mike Jolly, the congressman from Florida who lives in our area now, calls us occasionally. He says the, the Republican Party is open to all. It should be. I mean, there should be all schools of thought in the party. I don't think we follow one man on horseback. I mean, that's what gets countries into trouble, where you look for one strong leader as opposed to... Where was it one time that people blindly followed a leader, even though he did Germany wrong things? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway... But, you know, nevertheless, we should support him. So that's an email here? Yes, yes, it is. I have it right here, which... Okay. We'll start the program, and of course, we have our usual screed from E.B., who finds something <laughs> terrible about Republicans almost every day. All right. He wakes up, has his coffee, and says, what can I find out bad about Republicans today? Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you for that. I'm assuming some mail, so I, I'm glad that he writes in. It's the good conversation starters. Plus, there's another one on the left-hand side. That's a different individual. Uh, I mean, he does contact us from time to time, but it's not... Uh, he didn't throw me out with the Republican it's, Party, It's not the... the person that threw you out of the party. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I haven't read them yet. but um, I will read them. Okay. Sounds super. All right. Well, welcome on board, everybody. You are listening to On the Mark, the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. This is WKOK Sunbury. Our fabulous producer is Sam Tyler on the other side of the glass. So she's Morning, Sam. Make sure, make sure that callers get on and everything. <laughs> she, she's waving. She doesn't talk too much to, to well, us. Well, I can't see her anyway from where I'm sitting. You're off her list. You're not a Republican, so she's not going to talk no, to you. Oh, she isn't? Oh, no. my. That's sad. All right. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Do check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line now open, 1-800-795-9565. If you think it's okay to kick people out of the Republican Party if they're not MAGA Republicans, is that ideal? Is that a sign of our times? What are our times, and, and what, what's this all going to lead to? I think we got the recipe written here for a civil war, although we're oh, too no, busy no, watching let's football. Let's not start that. Well, we're too busy watching football. I love Chris Ellis's comment. <laughs> yeah. 
comments. It was a great comment. So that's uh, for the highlight reel for one of our promos. And incidentally, cross promotion here. We do have the Eagles and the Steelers on this weekend. Right. So. And okay. I will be very involved with the Steelers. All right. You can email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. That's why we have on the mark in case there's a civil war. And we have Shikalemi, Sealance Grove, and Seals of football, Penn State football, Bucknell football, and Steelers and Eagles on the radio. In case there's not a, a civil lot of war, wars there. <laughs> you'll have something. Well, yeah, but that's on the gridiron. You'll have something to do in case we don't have a civil war. All right. Well, you see. Well, the we three, like to stay busy. <laughs> you see the three letters in front of you. Where would you like to well, start? I will start with the one that's reading me out of the Republican Party because I'd like to comment about it. It says, Joe, here's my opinion of why you are not a Republican. I think you're an independent voter of the third party. Yes, we all have the freedom to vote the way we choose. But if we, as Republicans, work hard to get a man or woman on the presidential ticket of the GOP, you should vote for him or her. It is called standing together as Republicans. That person is who we choose as our Republican candidate. Or you can use your freedom to vote for someone else. As you said, you didn't vote for President Trump in the last election, but you insist you are Republican. You're an independent voter. You want to vote the way you want to vote. I see no problem with that, but register to vote as a independent. That's what the third party is for. You can't be a Republican and vote in Democrats or any other party. That's a rhino. Take a lesson from Cindy. We know where she stands. She's smart. Well, here's my problem with your letter. First of all, there are many states that have open primaries, and Republicans and Democrats can vote for anybody in any party they choose without knowing, you know, without mm-hmm. without any hesitation. But let, let's look at our beloved President Trump. You're saying we should stand behind and unite as Republicans. And but do yet, everything in lock. But look at the Republicans that President Trump has criticized, people who just dared to disagree with him. He's vilified them. He's called them names, stupid, people of low intelligence. You know, he's done all this. So why are we throwing him out of the Republican Party for insulting other Republicans? I don't insult President Trump. I say that I think as a president, as a policy president, he was one of the best we've had in a long, long time. As a human being, one of the worst we've had in a long, long time. If you can't separate the actions from the man and the personality, you know, you've got a problem. I can separate them. I can say Donald Trump was a good president from a policy standpoint. I think he was, but a bad president from a personal standpoint. Why do Republicans have to be lemmings? You know, they just, oh my God, we are united. We do the same thing. We think the same way. We say the same things. We have the same Republican talking points. Wouldn't you want somebody like a, uh, a Senator Toomey that has a mind of his own? Or Apparently not. Um, he well, should be an independent. He shouldn't be a Republican. <laughs> right. Or let's see. who's Mitt who, Romney? Right. Yeah. People that are really some of our greatest patriots and love America more than you can really imagine. Well, I, I even believe, forgive me, but I, I don't know of a Democrat, elected or non-elected, who hates this country. You know, I think everybody, I'm willing to concede that Everybody in Washington wants what they think is best for this country. I, I can't honestly say yeah, I believe. I don't know that that's true. I think really? a lot of them are there just to gain, keep, push, and promote, and lock up power. No, but I don't think they want to deliberately harm 
the country. I think many people, whether they've deluded themselves or not, believe that what they're doing is in the best interest of the country. I think they do things that harm the country do you? Okay, yeah, in the well. interest of power, including, say, things like this, that you have to be a, a total brainless lemming if you want to be one of uh, a member of what is the, one of the greatest political parties in the United States. Once you join it, you have to go through the vortex, have your brain removed, and you're no, lab- no longer able to think for yourself. No, and I think some of our greatest leaders have been free thinkers. You know, you think of George H.W. Bush and George W. Bush. Yes, they were staunch Republicans, but they just listened and listened and listened carefully all the time and would make decisions that sometimes didn't favor the full Republican but Party. You and forget there's, there's you may, we have a thing in broadcasting called a VU meter. You've seen them many, many times. <laughs> They're a little needle that right goes, depending upon the, the volume that's going, it swings high or it swings low. It tells you how relatively loud everything is. I think that's the same with the political spectrum today. There are Republicans who pin the needle into the red on the far right, Mm -hmm. and there are Democrats who drop it off far left. You know, but that's the way this country functions. People have debates, they have ideas, they express their opinions, and we either learn and grow, or we adapt, or we modify, or we, we find some way to come together in most instances. But today, in this world, we're not trying to do that. We're trying to beat the other side over the head for no good reason, I don't think. What is the Cindy reference? What does she do that's ideal in in your view or in anybody's view? I mean, she's a great well, I caller. Agree. She's so a smart lady. That. I don't have any doubt about that, you know. But so, Joe, let the Republicans go. Let them go. That sounds oh, like we ought to be saying, go down, Moses, let my people go. One of our <laughs> listeners one of our, our listeners sends me a note and says, Mark, please shout this uh, off mic. Kick him out. Kick him out. Who, me? Kick him out. <laughs> I'm assuming they mean you, yes. So, sorry. This is from your friend? Yeah, yes. And you're going to join uh, David Jolly in, in the uh, forward party. No, I'm not. I'm a lifelong Republican. I well, no, you can Republican. You, you can stay in your political party, but you vote forward. In, in other words, like you're saying, for good people that will move the country for, that have their own ideas that necessarily aren't lockstep uh, lemmings with their party. But, you know, it's even, let, let's take for example, uh, well, let's say Dr. Oz. <laughs> Donald Trump endorsed him. Did I? Do I support Dr. Oz because Donald Trump endorsed him? No, I don't. No, you have a bromance going. No, I thought that you Dr. Oz. Talk. I thought Dr. Oz would be the best candidate. He's because a he has, shyster. <laughs> he is not a shyster. That's a lawyer. You want to say he's a quack? Go ahead, but he's not a quack either. You got. You do understand the what's, difference between a shyster and a crack, quack. <laughs> he's a showman. He's, it's, he's just saying these things so he can get elected. He dyes his hair for heaven's sakes. <laughs> well, and look at the other guy. He's got tattoos everywhere, and he won't speak. He won't debate. He well, won't do- <laughs> uh, that, that's true. And those tattoos, if he tells you what they mean, say something. And dyeing your hair black tells something. Well, so you dye your hair. <laughs> gray, right? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. You dyed your hair That's gray. That's funny. Look, I, I, don't, I think that Dr. Oz was, uh, I believe name recognition was important. I believe that someone has to follow in the mantle of Senator Toomey. I like Senator Toomey. I thought he was an independent thinker. You know, he was a Republican. Uh, I have for many years, like Bob Casey, personally, I wouldn't vote for him, but I like him a lot. I think he's a decent human being. Yeah, but he's pretty much in lockstep with the Democrats, Yeah, I think. well, the our left Democrats now. I'm very disappointed in that from him. I thought he was more of a moderate. And, uh, maybe, maybe 
Senator Casey's had some independent votes. I can't think of any, but I certainly don't have a memory of everything he's ever done. But, but you know, as a decent person, Bob Casey's oh, a yeah, fine man. Oh, he's a super guy. <laughs> yeah, he really Calls is. us back, gave us his cell phone, says if you ever need me in a pinch to fill out your well, show. Well, like on the, by, on the bypass project, he always was involved. He always wanted to know what was going on. He'd come down once or twice a year and want a briefing on the project. Well, it's like, look, look at the huge mistake you made supporting Senator Carney. Senator <laughs> Carney? Or, I mean, Congressman Carney. I made a mistake. In well, that, according Carney. to our good emailer, he says that makes you more rhino than ever. Well, except that Chris Carney was the best man for that job. He more than proved himself as someone who would listen to you and, <laughs> you know, be an independent thinker. I do like people who think independently. Uh, Chris was uh, one of those blue dog Democrats, and so was Tim Holden. You know, they both did uh, did a good job in Congress. I don't think you can always just say, I'm going to vote for the label. Um, you all right over there? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I had to turn the fan on. I'm okay. All right. But I don't think the label is as important as the person. And if someone says to me, I'd vote for the elephant if I had to, or I'd vote for the donkey. Well, if they'd vote for the donkey, they are a jackass. And if they vote for the Republican, they have the <laughs> brain of a flea. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you can't just say... Memory. You can't just say... <laughs> I'm a Republican. I'm always going to vote for every Republican. Anybody who doesn't vote for a Republican is a rhino and should be thrown out of the party. Well, and what happened to our brains over the years that we lost that ability to vote for a person that we have to support? Uh, and maybe this is why President Trump has so much support around here, as we have, you know, drop-dead Republicans that would never support anyone else. And he, of course, is the leader of the party. There's no disputing that. What happened to our free-thinking intelligence? Well, let me put it to you this way. If the election were held today, knowing what I know now, if the 2020 election were held today, I would vote for Donald Trump. Okay, right. On, based on policies. On policy, yeah. And just I, would, I would hold my nose and vote for Donald Trump. Well, that's perfectly understandable. And you know what? Uh, one of our good listeners uh, sent us a note, I think, last Friday and said, if you just didn't pay any attention to the news media, you would be perfectly happy with Donald Trump. <laughs> because, you know, they followed every little gaffe and change and twist and turn and remark and, you know, snub or whatever that he said. But if you just followed, you know, executive orders and policies and things that he did, then you'd be happy with him. Well, she says, I didn't vote for Donald Trump in the last election. I don't know whether she went in the ballot box with me or not. I thought you, we had talked about on the air that you did vote for him in the I last election. I did vote election. for him. Yeah. Oh, yes, so I did. In 2016, you did not. But see, the, No, I, did. I voted for him in oh, 2016. Oh, you did then, too. Yeah. Okay, super. Yeah, Donald Trump, if I were a Republican, I wouldn't have picked him in that primary back in 2016. But... You know, obviously the Republican Party thought he was idea. Well, I think Dan, our good caller from New Berlin, had pointed out that the country was ready for a Donald Trump. Now they had changed. They, they got a you know a a big handful of Republican free thinking, <laughs> you know, free speaking ideals from him. But um, they were ready for a candidate of his type right. that was totally outside the bounds of normal Washington. But the one thing I'll give him is you knew who Donald Trump was. There was never any <laughs> doubt about who he was or what he was. I admired He's a wishy-washy candidate. <laughs> I admired him greatly for being willing to take every question the media threw at him. The media hated the answers he gave them because many times he'd turn around and beat them over the head with the question he just asked. Mm. But Donald Trump wasn't hiding from the media. Uh, they took him on. They made his life, I think, miserable. I don't think he was given a fair shot at the very outset. And I thought it was particularly interesting yesterday that um, oh, uh, Peter Ducey from... Um, 
um, Fox. Fox News, mm-hmm. questioned uh, St. Pierre. What's her first name? Karina St. Pierre. I do not know. I have never memorized her name. I haven't either. It's terrible to say. But she came. She had come on and talked about defending President Biden, talking about these Republicans who d- deny the election results. And Ducey hit her with two quotes of hers where she claimed the election that Donald Trump stole the election in 2016 and where the, in Georgia, I forget the lady's name, uh, ran for governor. Donald Trump stole the election? Yeah, she claimed that he stole the election. You know, so it's all right for Democrats to say elections were stolen, but you can't say it. A Republican can't say that. We just have to have your evidence. That's right. All right, That's but, all. but there was no evidence there either. Stacey Abrams and, and never did concede that she lost that race. And, of course, St. Pierre said, uh, well, she was she was cheated, too. She had the election <laughs> stolen from her. Right. And then they try to defend now that they're saying something entirely different about Donald Trump. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. One of our good uh, emailers sent us a note. I believe the subject is Hunter Biden. Another one is Dr. Oz, so we will read those when we come back. We'd love to have you participate in our conversation. What's wrong with being a free-thinking, independent, intelligence Republican, or do you have to do uh, the uh, what I say is sort of the lemming law, where you have to do whatever the Republicans do any time in order to be a good Republican? Why can't we just be good citizens and maybe if Why some... can't we all get along? Well, yeah, thank you, Rodney King. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com. You can text us at 70236, include the keyword OTM. Why can't we all just get get along? There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the Mart upper right-hand corner, Joe. Okay, EB's latest greed. I love this one. Audio from a 2014 radio interview given by Dr. Oz has come to light. In it, he says that sleeping with a relative is not a big problem as long as it's more than a first cousin away. He says it's fine. I guess we can now add incest to the list of conservative values along with racism, homophobia, misogyny, and election result denial. Oh, those are good democratic values as far as I can <laughs> oh tell. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, we are not men. <laughs> All right. In any event, uh, that uh, that conversation. I think he was speaking legally. Oh, I see. About what, I don't know anything legal. about it. Well, you know, if you, if you like Doctor Oz, things like that probably have some sort of a context. If you don't, well, obviously, EB does you know, not if you're care a Fetterman for the man. person. And uh, they're trying to get Fetterman to debate, even though he's impaired by the stroke, and so far has declined. But I think we have two months, so I have a feeling Fetterman will step up and do something publicly. There've been clips of him speaking. He does pretty well most of the time, but he kind of runs well, out. Well, I steam. think what Senator Toomey said is absolutely correct. How can you be 
be a United States senator if you can't communicate. I, right now, I think it's more of an issue of can he actually do the job if he is elected. Right, and the debates will help us see that. See that right. Dale, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, I just think it's comical. I think the bottom is about to give out. Well, I mean, most people understand it ain't the Biden administration. It's the CIA. They got their self in deep trouble, and now they're trying They're waiting for a civil war, and all these other intelligence agencies all waiting on the move the United States is going to make. So if it ain't going to be no civil war, something's going to happen. I mean, everybody's looking at the CIA now. It ain't the Biden administration. We know, we know that CBS gets their their head out of the CIA. I mean, I mean, it's pretty obvious. So, I mean, are they going to do a false flag? Because that's what looks like it's coming, a false flag, some kind of fake attack or some kind of... Something's got to give. Right now, they just miscalculate. There ain't nobody budging. There ain't nobody budging. We're all waiting on the CIA to pull their move. What, what are they going to do? Well, the last time you called, you were talking about pigeons, that there were so many pigeons in Washington. What what happened to them? Are they still there? It's still yeah, they're the ones who accepted the money. They borrowed $26 trillion within the last five years on the American taxpayers. That's why we're all getting, I mean, between the U.N. and the Socialist Party, they all found a way to borrow money from the Fed, $26 trillion. But it all falls on the taxpayers. So now... The, all the people who accepted the money ain't budget. So, I mean, now it all falls on the CIA. We're waiting on Russia to take over southern Ukraine or uh, China to take over Taiwan. But they're waiting. They're waiting to see what happens. They're waiting game. The CIA is running out of time. They're just trying to come up with stories, all these fake stories. So the bottom is getting given, I can tell you right now. It's just they just can't hold it no more. It's funny. It's so right. funny. Well, clear, need to, clear need to put words some more never spoken. Thank need to you put so some much. more duct tape on the bottom of that box that they're holding up. I guess he's <laughs> Got sick of us. Stan, you're on the mark. Good morning. Have you seen the latest uh, video of uh, Fetterman? Uh, I guess he was out in Pittsburgh with Biden. No. And his speech, it was it was pretty bad. You know, he couldn't keep his thoughts together, and uh, he looked kind of weak. I see. That's not is the it, kind of person we need to send to D.C. Is it fuzzy like some of the ones that they doctor? What, what do you mean? Well, some of the ones that they've doctored the of video. different No, no, no. Like the, the clip Pelosi. I saw was a C-SPAN clip. Okay. So, I mean, that's yeah, no doctor in there. Right, and he does not speak like he used to. There's no argument there. You know, he talks like somebody who had a stroke two months ago and is not 100% yet. And, and the question is, will he ever be 100%? That is a good you know, question. <laughs> you know, that's the question. We can't be sending somebody. we got enough problems in D.C. We can't be sending somebody to D.C. that's not 100%. Am I, am I wrong in that? No, you're not. I think that I think Senator Toomey had a perfectly valid point that in, in you know it's they call the Senate the greatest debating society in the, in the world, and you know if you can't talk and you can't put your thoughts together through no fault of well I won't say through no fault of his own it was through of his own fault. <laughs> hey, here we go. <laughs> it didn't take the medicine. Here we go. He <laughs> didn't take the medicine. But you know, all right. So he had a stroke. He's paying the price for that. He's trying to struggle back. And I say more power to him. I hope he makes it all the way back. But right now, I don't think he's the ideal candidate, I agree with you, for the United States Senate. Well, he can't do the job, and it's very obvious that he can't keep his thoughts together. So, 
you know that that's what it comes down to. And I, you know, his record is what his record is. It won't be any good for the for the country if he gets there. You know the way he'll vote because we know how he'll vote. He'll vote as far left as he can. You know, and that's just just the way it is. But and that's not good for the country. We're we're in enough problems right now as it is. Well, same with the far right. You know, you don't well, you don't know if Doctor Oz will vote as far right as you possibly can while he's oh, there. Oh, that I can guarantee he won't. You know, he, he doesn't have it in him because his past record and, and comments prove that. Well, you can make the same argument about Pat Toomey. He doesn't always vote in lockstep with strict conservative <laughs> values. And, and I know that. And there's things with Pat Toomey I don't agree with. So you know, so I, but between the two Oz and Fetterman, there's only one choice. It's not my first choice, but it will be Oz, mm-hmm. because I have no other choice at this point. Yeah, I've always said that folks, uh, that Oz would make an okay Republican uh, senator, you know, probably vote in a pers- per- perfectly reasonable manner most times. It may not be in perfect lockstep with what everybody wants him to do, but he'll probably do okay. Uh, Fetterman would probably be an okay Democrat, too. So I, I, don't, I don't think the choice, I think the choices are clear between the two, but uh, I think Senator Toomey has a point here. I'd love to see uh, Fetterman speak in public and talk about these issues, or even a, one, a lengthy one-on-one interview would still be telling enough so that you could decide whether he's impaired enough that you want to send him to Washington. If if his only issue... You made it sound like impairment is a requirement to go to Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Inadvertently. If he's impaired enough to go to Washington, all right. Or, or too impaired to serve as ideally. Now you got it. Okay. Right. Well, maybe they, just, maybe they just want to get him in there, and then he can step down and let somebody else hold it, some other Democrat. The problem I see is that, that, that um, Mr. Fetterman owes it to the people of Pennsylvania to go head-to-head with Dr. Oz and defend his record as a far liberal, non-job-holding, <laughs> I won't say parasite, but volunteer, let's say volunteer, uh, instead of working in, in a job. You know, I don't think he's had any serious job except the AmeriCorps. Right. He's never produced anything in his life. Well, now, I don't know how his family got their money. Well, that well, I don't know. But worked, obviously they have some money, correct? He worked in his My father's He worked in his father's insurance agency for years. So I do not know what that entailed whether it was productive or he was lazy or strong, but that's the private business experience that he brings is having been an insurance okay, agent. Well. You know, insurance is a necessary evil, in my opinion. And, uh, <laughs> okay. so you know, and it, it is what it is, and I understand that. So, But, yeah, the people of Pennsylvania deserve a debate, and we're not going to get one. And right. that's, yeah. that's the problem. Thanks, Dan. Uh, yeah, have, have a great day. I agree. Thank you so much, Dan. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. We're going to enjoy some brief news headlines, read two more emails that came in, and we'll open up the phones. We'd love to hear from you. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury 9A. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, 
Mark Lawrence, and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me. Joe McGranahan, mayor of Shemokin Dam, in charge of FEMA's global tsunami response. So he is just a fabulous go-to person for that kind of thing. And still part of the Pennsylvania Association of Broadcasters' ability to vet candidates for statewide judicial... No, no, that's the Bar Association. Bar Association, yes, thank you. Sorry about that. So I get, get my... Get my lawyers. I hate and to say that with Dale listening. The the bar Here we go. Yeah, Joe works for the Bar Association. Actually, he is a lawyer, so and he's in charge of defending some of the global tsunami responses that we've had around the no, planet. I'm not a lawyer. I just practice uh, law without a license. Uh, oh, I see. Okay. Well, there you go. All right. So welcome on board, everybody. It's the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. As you can tell, anything goes. We'd love to hear from you on the mark sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line open. Call us one. 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-9565. We started out talking about the fact that Joe is a rhino and should be kicked out of the Republican Party. I'm not. I'm a Republican. Because he occasionally <laughs> has a mind of his own. You know how offensive that is. He's a free-thinking, natural-born listener and would just love to hear from good candidates that would do what's best for America and not just vote in lockstep with Mitch McConnell and the rest of the uh, Red Crew down there. Uh, but uh, that makes him very unmaga-like, and so that irritated one of our listeners. And uh, we also talked about John Fetterman. Uh, he will not debate publicly at this time. We've seen several videos of him, and he speaks for the most part okay, but he does have to pause occasionally and forgets a word, and uh, he's still... It, not it, unlike it, his leader. It is classic. <laughs> I... Um, you know, sort of recovered, you know, like nearly recovered from a stroke uh, speech. So uh, that's uh, a concern for some folks, and you're about to hear why. We got one call coming in, but we'll take more comers. 1 800 795 9565. You can email us at on the market at kokid.com. You can text us at 70236, include the keyword OTM. Got three emails pending, so we'll read those as soon as we can on WKOK. So let's launch into the news. Trib Live is reporting that a Republican a U.S. Senate candidate Mehmet Oz teamed up with U.S. Senator Pat Toomey yesterday in Philadelphia to publicly call on his Democratic rival John Fetterman to participate in a debate in their high-profile race. Oz and Toomey held a news conference and questioned Fetterman's fitness for office and criticized his reluctance to speak with reporters since suffering a stroke back in May. Here is Senator Toomey. It could be that he just doesn't want his radical record to be scrutinized. It's just not possible to be an effective senator if you cannot communicate. Fetterman has been sidelined for most of the summer while recovering, though he did appear Monday with President Joe Biden at a Labor Day parade in Pittsburgh and has spoken briefly at a number of events. Fetterman's campaign countered that Oz's insistence on a debate is about mocking John publicly for having a stroke and maintained that Fetterman's doctors said he should be able to campaign and serve in the Senate without a problem. Quote, anyone who's seen John speak knows that while he's still recovering, he's still more capable of fighting for 
Pennsylvania than Dr. Oz will ever be, unquote. Uh, Fetterman does struggle to speak fluidly at times, according to Trib Live. Greater Susquehanna Valley United Ways United in Recovery is holding two recovery events this week. One is a naloxone giveaway tomorrow noon to 1 p.m. at the Columbia Montour County Office of the United Way. They hold these events monthly, they say. And a recovery symposium is scheduled for Friday 9 a.m. to noon at the Miller Center in Lewisburg, open to the public. The event will feature a panel of experts. Resources will be available, and they say the goal increase awareness. There's more information at gsvuw.org. State Department of Human Services has released its 2021 Annual Child Protective Services Report. There were more than 38,000 reports of suspected child abuse in 2021 compared to over 32,900 in 2020. The report says the increase was expected because of a decline in reports in 2020 due to the coronavirus pandemic. The report also found 57 children died and 136 children nearly died due to child abuse last year. Acting DHS Secretary Meg Sneed urges anyone who suspects child abuse or neglect to call Childline at 800-932-0313. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. WKOK News Time. It is now 9-11. Those are the headlines on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Show sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company. Call us now 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at WKOK.com. You can text us at 70236. We very much would love to hear from you. If you use the textual machine, you've got to put in the keyword OTM for us to get your text. One of our good listeners uh, tells us that there is a accident at the intersection of Route 54 and Route 11 in Danville. So very slow on Route 11 northbound getting through there. Uh, very slow on Route 54 westbound and very slow on Route 11 southbound getting through that intersection. So you might want to use some kind of a go-around to get around there. That's at uh, near the Wendy's restaurant in Danville. WKOK News Time. Now it is coming up on 9.13. Mike is patiently waiting. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Yeah, hey. I wanna, first, I want to talk about America hanging by the thread. But, uh, Mark, I heard you introduce Joe as a, a tsunami response expert or something like yes, that. Yes, with FEMA. Oh, he's not an expert. He got recruited. First to- of all, it relates back to years ago. I chaired the Pennsylvania Emergency Communications Committee with FEMA, not FEMA, and Mark has transposed that into I'm in charge of volcanic response and tsunami response, and I am none of those for, things. For FEMA, <laughs> because I exaggerate. Right. And, and, you know, I was kind of being facetious because I wanted to talk about tsunamis. Now, Go ahead. Most, people, most people think about, you know, tsunamis due to earthquakes, uh, which, you know, we've seen them in our recent past. People are familiar with that. But there's actually a, a, a threat to the United States, the East Coast, off the coast of, uh, I guess they call it the Iberian Peninsula, the uh, where Spain and Portugal are. There's a large volcanic that's uh, dormant, but there's a, a possibility, and things like this have happened in the past, that the volcanic cone could slip. And if it were to do that, it would create a, a you know, I'm going to say tidal wave, because that's what people picture in their head, Coming across the Atlantic Ocean, it, it, when it came on shore, depending on the slope of the continental shelf, it could be as high as 150, 200 feet when it hit the east coast. 
Now, could you imagine something like that happening? I mean, you know, it comes down to the idea that it could happen, but do people think about it? Do people consider it? Do we plan for it? No. You know, we just kind of hope that, you know, the people that know about it just hope it doesn't happen in their lifetime. So that's that's my point. Anything can happen. <laughs> All right. Well, nobody's going to argue that point with you. That's right. And, <laughs> and when I say anything can happen, I, I listened to Joe Biden's speech, okay? And he was talking about a threat. And that threat is MAGA Republicans. You know, MAGA obviously stands for Make America Great Again. You know, people that, you know, deeply care about the future and the strength and the viability of our country. If he was Shame talking, on them, right? <laughs> Yeah. Wow. If, How awful. If, if he was talking about our enemies, that would have been a great speech, okay? But he wasn't. He was dividing the country. And it's my position, and I didn't know there was a name for this, but it's called unrestricted warfare. Are either of you fellas familiar with that term? Yes, they used it in World War One and World War Two, and with respect to submarine warfare. Meaning- okay. But, okay. The way I understand under, unrestricted warfare is it's you know basically any means. Like for instance, we had a hundred and forty thousand people die in our country last year from fentanyl alone. And that's more than the people that, and, and listen, I am not downplaying anyone who died in either of these wars, but we lost as many people from fentanyl last year as we lost in the Korean War and the Vietnam War, okay? And, and we all know how important those wars were. Well, I think it's pretty important that we protect our children. And one of the things we can do to protect our children is really go after the fentanyl. And you go after the fentanyl at the source. And right now, what the reports are is the source is the southern border. It's wide open. And is this fentanyl coming into our country just to make money? Or is it coming into our country as an assault on our future generations? That's a question. I don't know. I believe it's unrestricted warfare by one of our enemies. And, And people are saying that that TikTok, okay, there's been a lot of crazy things that have been widespread across this country. It comes in phases and goes. But people are saying TikTok is a uh, un- unrestricted warfare agent. And from what I understand, Donald Trump tried to put an end to TikTok in the United States. And when Biden came in office, he killed that. That's why they call him China Joe, by the way. And there's any, a number of other things that are classified as unrestricted warfare. And I do believe that we're under attack... That the United States is not on a war footing, and if we were on a war footing, I would think that our government would be trying to unite people instead of dividing them for political gain. The only the only war the Democrats are fighting right now is a political war, trying to keep power, and that's my assessment of things. That's why we're going to throw them out, or at least give one section of Congress to the Republicans to try to get a divided government, and hopefully, we can stop the insanity that's happening in this country. Well, and I think people talk about it would take trillions to really seal off the Canadian and the Mexican borders. But, you know, you can certainly take steps. President Trump took steps to seal the border as best he could, you know, with the available resources, with not a sufficient amount of funding available. Um, and that was helpful. 
but uh, Joe Biden relinquished some of those. So we do have a porous border, and you're absolutely right. That's where a lot of fentanyl comes in, but a, a lot is smuggled in elsewhere also. If if this is unrestricted warfare, that is not their only front. And if it is, uh, but, you know, the the other aspect of this is that it's, it's a voluntary war. It's one that victims who wish to die in this war step up and say, hey, give me the fentanyl. I want it. I would love to die in this war. Well, except there are Let some people that wind up getting, this stuff gets put in fentanyl and people don't realize it. Or the fentanyl gets put in other drugs and people don't realize right. it. Right. That's why I said for some people, they're volunteers in this war who, who wish to use this. And, you know, in America, we've, uh, you know, China m- might be stepping up to participate in s- doing the supply, but we wholly own the demand. And the reason, yep. the reason they stepped that. up to make money on it is because we said, mm-hmm. hey, baby, give me this stuff and give me lots of it. Well, let me, let me dis- uh, you know, I'm not going to argue with you, but I want to disagree with you. You know, <laughs> that you're saying that the people are taking fentanyl willingly. In some cases, that's true. But in other cases, it's, like uh, Joe says, it's being mixed in, you know, with, you know, recreate, you know, what people think is recreational drugs, and, and they're dying, okay? Now, that said, the reality is, I believe that addiction is essentially like almost any other disease, okay? You can get it, you didn't do anything to cause it, and you got it. It can come with, you know, family of origin issues, it can come with genetic makeups, it can come with the environment uh, outside of your home that you've been exposed to. Things happen. You you can take tests, you know, you can take a psychological test, and it can show who's really at a high risk for addiction and who's not by asking certain questions, and if the people answer honestly, a person could be a high risk for addiction. It can happen. And and I'm not going to buy that, you know, everybody that puts something in their mouth is responsible. There's a lot of other factors, and I think that's part of our culture and our society's job you know, because, you know, we did have a war on drugs at one time. Now it seems like we're kind of taking our foot off the pedal, and uh, the government's decided they want to make money off of drugs, right. and uh, which, which causes an increase in demand, and unfortunately anything the government sells is more expensive. So if it creates a demand for drugs and people can't afford it, where are they going to get it? On the street. So, yeah, I, 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 right. I think that the fentanyl is one of the aspects of uh, unrestricted warfare against the United States, and it's working. All right, we got you. Thank you so much, Mike. Thanks nice for calling you're in. Take care. Sure. Right. 1-800-795-9565. We'll take a quickie break. We'd love to have you on the line talking about the U.S. southern border, John Fetterman's ability or disability to serve as a U.S. senator. And uh, it is sad. Joe was balling when I came in here this morning because he got <laughs> kicked out of the Republican Party because he's a free-thinking, independent, uh, natural-born listener and is not a lemming jumping off the cliff. With the rest of the rodents. Oh, well, sorry, Joe. You calling the Republicans rodents now? <laughs> no, I, I, who, somebody's texting me that lemming word. I don't know where the, I don't, I'm not quite sure. The lemmings are not exactly. Is it derogatory? Yes, it's derogatory. Oh, I see. Okay. Blindlessly following the leader. <laughs> oh, that's not good. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing. He can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. 
You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. see here. Tom says, I don't believe Stacey Abrams led a riot, Joe. Okay, fair point. Uh, In the months before the 2020 election, the Democrats issued over 300 lawsuits against state legislatures and election officials to change election laws that make cheating on counting ballots and votes easier. The FBI forced the suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop story that exposes years of corrupt grifting perpetuated by Joe and the Biden family. Joe gets elected and tells us anyone who questions the integrity of the 2020 election is a threat to democracy. Meanwhile, the stated and obvious aim of the Marxist progressives now in power is to pack the Supreme Court, wreck the economy, destroy traditional institutions, transform the culture, and rewrite history. Clearly, these Dems are fervently trying to deconstruct and change our country to establish one-party rule. And I'm afraid too many Republicans in Congress will just keep going along with them as long as they can keep their hands in the government trough. All of them hate Trump and must keep him out of Washington because he once, warts and all, was exposing them. His and he's and his supporters are a threat all right, a threat to their plans of tyranny and power. There is no more working together with these people. They must be defeated if America, as it was founded, is to survive. Wow, that's a tough email. Okay. A lot to unpack in there. Yeah, a lot indeed. (laughs) We'll ask Chris to comment, and Chris has some other things he'd probably like to talk about. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Well, just a quick one about the border. Uh, I haven't researched it in a few months, but uh, two months ago when I did, it was the general opinion of uh, the Border Patrol that most of the fentanyl comes across at the... at the, through the cities where you you know the roads go, and there are custom check, checkpoints and stuff. It's not where the border. It's not where there are no walls or inspectors. It's not the immigrants that are bringing the fentanyl. So the customs now, are missing what, this. What do they base that smuggling, on? Smuggling patterns change from time to time. So I don't know if that's still true, but it was of three or four months ago when I was looking at that. Where, where, did they, where did they get that information, or how did they arrive at that conclusion? Because well, they don't know what's their, coming their across. Business, they're the professionals, and that's I guess that's partly where they find the most and partly where they think it's coming from, and the fact that they don't find immigrants with it generally uh, all add to that conclusion, but I have no idea about the precise methods they use. Well, they don't have any idea what's coming across the border from people who don't get caught. They're professionals who are thinking where it's coming from, and that's their conclusion based on the three things I I mentioned as all likelihood is the information they have. But what I said is from people who don't get caught, they have no idea what they are bringing in or not bringing in. Okay, then you have no evidence that it is coming through uh, with the immigrants. Put it that way. 
Well, it would be a hard way to... Okay, is that good enough for you, Joe? Well, let me put it to you. You always want to argue about this petty stuff that is really kind of off the point and meaningless and just totally unknown. All right, moving on, then. What else you got? Uh, I think you guys are all wrong about, uh, well, the last caller. It's the Republicans who are doing those things to a large extent. They're the ones trying to fix elections and and codify their power through non-democratic means. I guess they have a film of a Georgia phony elector opening up the election building to to people to come in and do stuff or investigate the machines is what it looks like is going on. And she apparently lied about when she was there at the building under oath. So we'll see how that turns out. But it's it's regular Republicans before Trump, although they were pretty bad under Gingrich, too, because I think he started a lot of this uh, division stuff. I agree. Uh, Is, uh, I mean, they're roadkill now. People like Joe are roadkill. (laughs) They aren't lemmings, they're roadkill. Trump has run over all of them, driven them out of the party, or defeated most of them. There's only a few left, if any. Okay. And uh, there is great... Uh, I'm surprised nobody has talked about what it means that uh, Palin got defeated in Alaska, and Alaska has its first uh, Democratic representative in, I don't know, 50 or 70 years or something. Yeah, it's a person who's indigenous there, too, so... Yes. Now, she might... Palin's probably going to run again in November, I guess, against the same person, and probably that third Republican will be in it, too. So it might reverse by uh, November, and she'd be in office by January, but we'll see. But look what the Republicans are doing. They aren't denouncing Trump, for the most part, except the ones that left the party which Joe should do, since he can't seem to kick the Trump people out. Uh, they're, they're still believing in his, uh, the election was stolen from him and supporting and playing down the J- January 6th thing and the whole plot with all its five, six separate Green Bay sweet parts. And Trump was behind almost every one of them, it seems. And he's continuing to do that. He's promising sort of to uh, pardon the, the people in the January that, that did stuff in, on January 6th. And he's becoming increasingly more unhinged, but they're still not. The Republicans aren't rejecting him at all. So what are you going to do? I mean, there's a, in Wisconsin... The gerrymandering is so bad that uh, Biden had a narrow victory there. And if the vote went exactly the same way this time, the state legislature there is gerrymandered so badly that it's very likely they could get a two-thirds majority to overrule everything the Democratic governor, if he stays Democrat after this election, uh, does they'd be unstoppable so you take a 50-50 state 
and you've turned it into a veto-proof Republican majority, and that's a threat to democracy, too. It's legal. It was done legally, but it's a threat to democracy. All right, we got you. Anything else, Chris? Real quick, anything else? Well, you could go about on, oh, the judge. The the Trump judge doesn't seem too bright and uh, seems kind of, uh, that was a really weird decision. All right, we got you. Thank you so much, sir. Thanks for calling. On the, and appreciate on the, the investigation. Appreciate the telling of we truth. We could talk about that a lot, too. All right. There we go. There's no point in me talking to Chris because every time I do, he belittles everybody's opinion. So, well, you're stupid. You don't have the right information. You're garbage. No, I mean, you know, you can't have an argument. We had a discussion with him because you, oh, you're bringing up stuff that's crap. You know, okay. I'm sorry, but I, I think this is a discussion program. If you're unwilling to discuss things, what's the point of calling in? I got and you. whether you believe the person is intelligent or well, stupid. We told you to shut up. Aren't you happy? Yeah, right. That? Well, I did. I shut up. <laughs> okay. There's no point in me talking to him. All right. Uh, Joe thinks that Stacey Abrams uh, is as bad that. as Trump. I read, I read oh, you that. did? Yes. I don't believe I Stacey don't, Abrams started a riot. I don't or think led a riot. So either. I read it. <laughs> All right. Mark from Watsontown, you are next. Thank you so much for waiting. Go right All ahead. right. Uh, first off, if Joe Biden would run the country better, you wouldn't have to worry about Trump, right? True. Uh, that's just that's just ridiculous. The inflation, the the border situation with the fentanyl, and that was a very good call that uh, he brought up about that. Uh, we are in deep trouble. And uh, the, uh, the last caller, uh, he's, he's just got blinders on. That's all there is to it, because the present president isn't doing a good job. Now, I'll give you an update on the Chinese. They have flipped the government in the Solomon Islands, and now our warships, along with the Great Britain's ships, can't dock there anymore for supplies. Now, they're on the move. And I told you about Colombia. That's as far in South America, right next to Venezuela. The Russians have a lot to do with that, but the Chinese are in there, too. We're running out of time. We're not fulfilling our uh, ability to, um, what's the word, the military uh, is not getting enough volunteers, and that's another shortfall that's coming down. And then he's going to get rid of 160,000. He's probably got rid of some of it because they won't take the shot. That includes the reserves. So I'd like to know your opinion of the situation in this country because if Joe was doing such a good job, uh, Mr. Trump wouldn't be in the picture. Well, that's an excellent point. We're going down. There's no argument about that. So we are in deep trouble. we got all the elements of a civil war. If it weren't for the NFL, we'd probably already be gone. So I, I don't buy everything you're saying. I mean, I'm sorry, but I think this country has inherent strengths and checks and balances that keep everything from getting too excessive. Right now, it seems out of balance because, frankly, I think that the, the both sides have been just so vitriolic and so unwilling to cooperate with one another and listen or even acknowledge that the other side has a point or an opinion worth listening to. I mean, it's just like now it's right, we want to beat each other over the uh, head. Enough, Joe. Let's let Mark speak. Well, I'm sorry, but <laughs> I'm on part of this program. Oh, uh, well, I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry, Joe. Well, if you can't see what's going on with the country and the world situation, uh, I, I just, uh, uh, and I, another thing with Trump, I'll hold my nose and I'll definitely vote for him because that raid on his estate down there in Florida is outrageous. I agree. I just, I, uh, I, I just can't see how you can overlook that. And of course, the problem is uh, Trump's no spring chicken. But if he does get the nomination, I'll. It'll be another Harry Truman. Uh, Harry wasn't very well 
like for his personality either. But uh, uh, I just don't see your point of view on that. Well, I agree with you that the Mar-a-Lago raid was an, a great overreach. I don't think it should have been done that way. It could have been handled entirely differently. All right, and Joe knows everything. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> just offering my opinion. Well, I tell you what, you guys aren't having a cup of coffee together at noon, I don't think. <laughs> hey, have a good day. Yeah, you, you too, too Mark. Care, Thank Mark. you so much. Uh, let's see. Chris gets 60 seconds. Go ahead, and then You're Dan. Cut Dan off. Hello? Yep, 60 seconds. Go oh. ahead. Oh, gee, well, uh, I was calling about to say that Joe is totally unfair. I, I Attacking that, that thing I said about the pills. I don't know how they decide those things. It was a, it was the ICE opinion that this was going on, and you don't know, and I don't know. So what's the point of, t- of telling you? You can go look it up and see if you can find where it is. But bringing that up as part of the argument—that's not a discussion. That's just you don't know what it is, and I don't know what it is. But that's their opinion, and I was telling you their opinion. And if you, there was nothing to argue about there. And but about the the investigation, the the raid or the so-called raid, it was an execution of a warrant that they treated him with kid gloves for a year and a half, and he replied to he ignored a subpoena on it. He didn't return them all. He had his lawyer swear that they were all everything was gone, and the lawyer had searched the place all right, we got you. personally. All right, and you think Perfect. it's too much. How can you think that, Joe? Really? All right. Thank you, sir. Thanks for calling in. All right, Dan, last caller before a quickie break, please. Hey, good morning. Go right ahead. Good morning, guys. Well, uh, this talking about Trump reminds me of a song, Personality. You know, who cares about if he has a perfect personality or not? I don't. I don't especially think Biden has a great personality. It, you know, the way he talks down to MAGA Republicans, I don't think that's being a great with personality. But who cares? I don't care as long as the man does his job. And if Biden would have came in there and would have followed basically most of Trump's programs, we wouldn't be talking about President Trump anymore. We'd be talking, hey, Biden's doing a great job. <laughs> yeah, we would. And that's the sad part. He changed everything. And Mark, where, where one thing you got wrong, Trump don't follow. I mean, we don't follow Trump. Trump follows us. He saw a need with the Tea Party people in the Republic, mostly Republican Party, and he jumped in there and filled the spot because he had the moxie. He had the moxie to take on what became the marriage between the, the news media, the Democratic Party, and the deep state and the establishment. He had the moxie to come in there and take them on while the swamp was so deep look at it now trying to do everything against Trump so he, he never appears again but the more they do the more <laughs> they help him in a, in a roundabout way because I'm like Mark 
I'd vote for Trump if he runs in 2024 and I'm still here. Guess what? I, I don't see anybody that has the moxie to run this country that can take on the establishment. I really don't. And I don't well, worship Trump. I think what you say about uh, the President Trump is following us versus us following him Amen. is probably true back in 2016. Now, I'm not a political anthropologist, so I can't give you stats or, you know, sort of surveys or anything to back it up. But I think that's probably true that President Trump capitalized on the fact that there was a uh, void in the Republican Party. The Tea Party left a gap because of the fact that it was certainly effective during the Barack Obama years in terms of coalescing Republican views. It didn't significantly contribute to to, uh, you know, the number of uh, Tea Party congressmen and senators that were out there, although there were some. But President Trump saw this and, and seized upon it. And so he said, look, I'm going to get behind all these people like Dan and other people. And I'm, you know, I'm going to be their leader. And I think that that may be true. But, but you have now, to, ignoring but the fact now, that- just let me finish. Now we have people blindly following him. They put up seven foot statues of him in front. He, they're worshiping like he's some kind of icon. They'll kill anybody that tries to get on their property and touch their Trump sign, it is be, it's more, much, much more of a cult than a leader following a political ideal. Listen, I, I think that you you make a point, but on the other hand, Donald Trump, I think what Donald Trump did was he took a, a conservative viewpoint after eight years of absolute liberalism that wasn't pro- pro- producing anything for this country, and he offered some alternatives, and by golly, those alternatives worked. The things he was doing were working. He was cutting regulations. He was uh, bringing, trying his level best to bring manufacturing jobs back to this country after Barack Obama said, oh, the new normal now is 1% growth, if, if at all. He was giving us 3 and 4% growth. Donald Trump's policies were right for this country, and they were moving us in the right direction. Unfortunately, people couldn't separate the man from the policies, and a lot of people just didn't like the man. Dan... Yeah, for what what reason is what I can't figure out, Joe. If before Trump got to run for president, even the people on the left liked Trump. He gave them money. Yeah. He gave money to the Clintons and different liberals. They loved him. Then Oprah Winfrey loved Trump. Al but Sharpton after gave he him ran award. for president... <laughs> It all changed. Hey, Dan, Al Sharpton gave him an award. Right. And, <laughs> For support of minorities. What? When he, yep, when he took on the establishment in Washington is where he got into deep trouble because he was going to upset the uh, apple cart. <laughs> he was and that's the where he got wrong. And that's why we like, that's why you say we blindly, well, we don't. If Trump wouldn't have done what he said he was going to do, none of I wouldn't I wouldn't defend him at all. If Trump would have been a failure and not produced, you wouldn't. You don't think what you call the Trumpies would we wouldn't be there anymore. We don't call them that. Other people have. But that's not our word. Yeah, I, I know you don't. But Biden, <laughs> Biden found a new. Good Trump 
Trumpies, yeah. Well, and I I think a lot of the things you say are certainly true. You know, President Trump had a lot of policies that you can get behind. Cutting regulations is a good good thing. There's no argument about that. As long you know, as long as they're the right ones to cut and so on, which we can't really go through all of them. But the fact that he tried to steal an election in 2020, you know, probably six or seven different schemes underway at the same time, so that he could stay in office even though he was not rightfully elected. That's a cardinal sin in my view. Whether he's bombastic or not, or even a buffoon, as I used to call him, it doesn't matter. If you try to steal an election and you come up with a series of plausible conspiratorial schemes to do it, that's wrong in my view. That's a cardinal sin. You can view it as stealing, but what he was really doing, in my opinion, was questioning the results. Now, he was looking looking for a way to (laughs) prove... He was looking for a way to prove that what he was saying was right. So he selected Doug Mastriano as a fake elector (laughs) and Congressman Barletta. No, I don't say say what he did was right. I'm just saying I understand what he was trying to accomplish. It wasn't to overturn... (laughs) It wasn't to steal the election. It was to prove that the election was stolen from him. Oh, yeah. There's a difference there. (laughs) Maybe you want to call it a distinction Uh, without a difference, but it is a distinction. Joe, I have some black top in the back of my truck. Would you be willing to let me pave your driveway? You just give me $10,000 right now, and I'll I'll start today with what I have, and I'll come back later and finish more. All right, Dan, we'll give you the last word. Please go right ahead. You know, despite the discussion on stealing the election, what I'm more concerned about is the next election, the one coming up, and then the one presidential in 2024. We have to make sure we have honest voting and get voting back to the way it was before 2020. We have to get the voting back where you go in person to vote and don't have all these sending out ballots by the dozens to people and that way people like me won't be saying the election was stolen from Trump if they have an honest elections like we used to have in 2016 and before the pandemic then I'll, I'll be the one that'll say if Trump loses he actually lost but the way this last one went, there was so much going on with the 2000 mules, etc., etc. There was right. a lot going we wrong. Go. Well, yeah, okay, but you, you guys have a great one. Thank you so much, Dan. Thanks for calling. All right, we've got to hit the break. Al, you are next up. Got one, two emails and a text. We'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at WKOK.com. We will be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. He can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. 
See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook, Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Sam Tyler doing a fabulous, fabulous job. We really appreciate her keeping up with the calls coming in today. we got two callers waiting. We're going to do that in a moment, but Joe, read, read, read. All right. One of our emailers says, according to the professionals, Russiagate was real and China Joe's son's laptop was Russian disinformation. Menticide is a real thing. <laughs> Which means brainwashing. brainwashing. Oh, thank right. you. <laughs> mark, would you consider the organized groups of people, BLM and Antifa, that rioted in our cities part of a cult? Uh, but BLM is a global, national movement that wouldn't qualify. Apparently but is intended I'm to enrich sure, its leaders. I'm not sure if I could define Antifa and subsequently can't say if it's a cult. Uh, certainly Antifa might be closer to some cult, although usually cults have a cohesive single leader, right? Sometimes. Okay. Lower uh, right-hand corner. One of our texters says, so fentanyl coming across the border and killing Americans is petty, Chris. Really? Cartels bring it across when the B- uh, when the border Patrol is busy processing illegals. All right, we got our last two callers lined. We got our last two callers lined up, but I got to tell you about the fact that there's an unmet need at the Sunbury Motor Company. Yes, of course, they want to meet you and uh, sell you your next vehicle if they haven't already. But they also have uh, some openings, about a dozen openings in all of the various departments. Now, remember, they have more than a hundred and a half workers there, so a dozen openings isn't quite as critical as it might sound. But light truck service, heavy truck service, technicians, body frame alignment, towing departments, quick lane, and the alignment shop. Maybe you could go there, Joe. You walk a little cockeyed sometimes <laughs> at the alignment shop. But they're looking for experienced technicians or entry-level folks. I who go are. to the alignment shop when I'm out a little crooked. It's uh, called a chiropractor. Oh, I got you. Okay, well, a different one. Yeah, they don't do that at the Sunbury Motor Company. Automotive but, chiropractic. That could be a whole new thing. But if you are confused about where to shop, they'll straighten you out at the Sunbury Motor Company, sunburymotors.com. You can see folks like Jeff and Ernie and Austin and Alphonse and Jason and Chris. Go to sunburymotors.com if you're interested in a brand new Ford, Hyundai, or Kia. And now we're going to talk about my favorite Kia of all, and it's the Kia Soul. And it is just a fabulous-looking vehicle, ultra-small, so your gasoline mileage, uh, maybe 29 miles the gallon or so, 28, I don't know. I don't have the uh, that in front of me, but I'll tell you what, it is just a super-duper little sports car type thing. It is small, so if you have a big family, you're going to have to go back to the Sorento, but the Soul is fun. It comes with a wide range of motors, and it has uh, Joe uh, McGranahan's uh, favorite things. It has the forward collision warning, so he won't hit so many deer around here. has rear cross-track warning. has automatic emergency braking, lane keeping, and lane departure warning. It just will not let you back into a pole. <laughs> okay, not that you ever do that, but in case somebody wanted to, you can't in this vehicle unless you turn the whole all the automatic safety stuff off altogether. Uh, gasoline mileage, I'm told via text now, is to averages 28 miles the gallon, which means it'll be 30 on the highway, and you can't spend more than $30,000 on a Kia, so it is economical. Got it? All right, super duper. Sunbury Motors, sunburymotors.com. Uh, we will start out with Al. You have the floor, and then Dale will go next, and that'll wrap up the whole show. Go ahead, sir. Okay, well, I'm going to have to stick to my notes because I forget what I originally called for. You always but anyways, 
have notes. I know. You um, always talk about them. And I want to apologize to Joe. I called him a, a rhino. And uh, he's not one of those corrupt rhinos. He's one of them good little rhinos. <laughs> good, good rhino. You're a good imbecile. And, and he proved it today because he made Chris cry. <laughs> what? And instead, he made Chris cry. I didn't hear that. And instead of calling back and apologizing like I just did, he called back and, and growled at him some more. <laughs> and Joe kept his mouth shut. That was great. But the 2,000 mules, I mean, they're resting people by pings from being in the Capitol. 2,000 mules, is the whole thing is based on pings and mathematics. It's scientific. Uh, and, and the problem, the beast that I think Trump has is it's not that I mean he knows the election was tainted and he in his mind it was stole and it's stuck in his crawl that's why he's not going to let it go and one reason you can't let it go and I can't let it go because people aren't looking at 2,000 years people aren't comparing and it's never been completely litigated it got stopped because of the madness on the 6th down at the Capitol and it was never completely in Litigated. It was never completely investigated, and that's a big problem for everybody. And when I say everybody, Trump's included in that because Trump includes us in everything, and he he sure cares about this country. And we can't have elections where people are getting uh, a tainted, awful taste in their mouth about the election. And there's a lot of us, and we would just like. A chance they don't even look at the cases in court. People aren't even given two thousand mules a chance, and they had some big shots that you know are uh, in two thousand mules. They're great commentators, and they had doubts. Right? They introduce it to them, and they say, "No way, no way." And then after it, they've changed their minds. And these are you know uh, guys that do this all their life, so. Give it a chance. Take a look at it, and then you'll see why we need to get these elections straightened out like everybody's saying. Close the bars. Close this down. Get the schools. Make the cookies. Everybody's voting today. Get the coffee made. We're counting them today. Tomorrow morning, everybody's going to know what's what. Not five weeks from now. And if you got to start counting the mail-in ballots for the special cases ahead of time, and you can keep that a secret, fine where you have enough people there to paint, I mean, to finish that job. Paint the picture overnight right. and don't show stop, it to us in the morning. Don't stop counting overnight. <laughs> that seemed to cause no, quite a No, don't stop counting overnight. Paint the picture for us overnight. Give us the results in the morning. We don't care. You, you had plenty of time to get ready for this marathon uh, job that you took on. Do it. All right. Thank you so much, Al. Yep. Appreciate Thank you. It. One of our good listeners says the documentary 2000 Mules does not provide any verifiable evidence of widespread voter fraud in the 2020 election. Technology is certainly questionable and you definitely should investigate, but the trouble is neither side would uh, appreciate appreciate the outcome of a 
unbiased investigation. I don't mm. think they meant appreciate. But thank well, you for the note. Doug says, Mark laughs when 2,000 mules was brought up or when anyone says they believe the election was stolen. I don't recall you laughing when the media and left says it was the most secure election ever, but that <laughs> well, statement that is, is truly hilarious. Well, yeah, that is funny. There's no <laughs> argument about that. I don't know if secure is the right thing, but things like Governor Wolf did and other states are doing it. Last minute changes because of the pandemic. That's totally wrong. Why it's legal, I still, well, the state Supreme Court's Democratic, so I guess maybe that's a factor, but yeah, I agree. It's uh, well, two thousand mules. I don't mind laughing at that, but it, sir, I think many people laughed when somebody said it. I think President Biden said it was the most secure election ever. It obviously, right. obviously, was not. All right, uh, Dale, you are on the mark. There you go. You get to, you get another sixty seconds. Oh, he left. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, or did he? Is it check about check and see if he's check it there. again, Dale. There he is. Yeah, they said heroin came from uh, Afghanistan, but it comes out to be the truth that American pharmaceutical companies chemicals is what makes heroin potent. So it's all trash without American pharmaceutical companies. So basically, fentanyl comes from the United States too. I mean, I don't know where people were coming up. It comes from China. It don't come from China. I'm sorry. You understand that our people is the commodity of our government. So understand that our government is poisoning our own people. Don't you understand that? I mean, that fentanyl, that's a lie. That's a total lie. It's coming from America. The Dan, chemicals to make the potency for fentanyl is you have, from America. You have discovered something that everybody else has not discovered. Everybody seems to think so that fentanyl is coming from China. heroin comes from Afghanistan and Mexico? Fentanyl comes. Telling I'm telling you, fentanyl comes from China. A large part of it. Now you heard. You listened to to some bad information. Okay. okay. <laughs> I yeah, am well, listening to some bad information, <laughs> even as we speak. Without the, without the pharmaceutical company of Pennsylvania, heroin right. would not have it. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. Thanks for calling in. All right. Appreciate well, you that. can do your own research. Right. I already did. <laughs> I did. All right. Uh, we're about to wrap up the show. So, uh, Joe, any conclusion? you got 10 seconds. No, uh, have a nice day today, and I'll see you tomorrow morning. Thank you, Sam Tyler, for being our fabulous producer. This is WKOK Sunbury.